If you know you're meant for more but find yourself spinning your wheels or getting in your own way, then this is the show for you. I'm your host, Joe Bendel, creator of the Meant For More movement, and this podcast is here to inspire and motivate you to say no to mediocrity and average and a big fired up yes to claiming your more in every area of your life. So if you know you're playing small and getting in your own way, then let's get real, honest and massively inspired because I believe that we are all meant for more. Hi guys, welcome back. I am super excited as I'm bringing another gorgeous guest to the show today. One of my lovely clients, Rochelle, is joining me to talk about something a little bit different, but I get in my work, obviously so many people come to me and they're busy, they're overwhelmed. And so we are going to move the conversation to slow living. So Rochelle, welcome. Thank you for joining me today. Let's just kick this off with you sharing a little bit about who you are and what you do. Yeah. Hi, Joe. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, yeah, I'm Rochelle and I'm a slow living coach and I work predominantly with like stressed out, overwhelmed mums, particularly in those early years. We all have babies wanting to enjoy our little ones and there's the pressure to get back to work and get our bodies back and all of that. So yeah, I really work with those mums to slow down and find a bit more balance in their lives really. I'm actually really excited to see where this conversation goes, because obviously I've had the joy of spending time with Rochelle and watching her grow her business. And she literally, literally practices what she preaches. And so it's so (laughs) nice that she's literally just, hey, look, I'm like experimenting with like finding this balance and slowing down and still being all of the things. And and it's just great to watch her do it. And she's just got this beautiful, beautiful energy. So today we're going to talk about slow living for women in business, basically. So I'm just going to hand it over to you. Yeah. So yeah, slow living in, in for business is what I really realized is like slow living has a set of principles. It's all about doing things slowly and doing them well, rather than rushing through them just to get them, you know, tick things off the to-do list. And Carl Honoré, he's got a book called In Praise of Slow. And he says, yeah, basically slow living can apply to any area of life. It started as the slow food movement. And now you can do slow parenting, slow business, slow travel, like slow fashion, you know, everything good in life can really benefit from slowing down and slow business, particularly because most women in business start their businesses so that we can have a bit more lifestyle, right? Because either we've hit an income ceiling at work and we just think, well, I probably earn more money doing this as a freelancer or, you know, a lot of my clients are mums. So they often think, well, how am I going to go back to full-time work when I've got a kid or more than one and everybody's competing schedules. And it's very hard to have two people working big jobs and have kids and raise your family in the way that you want to. So I call those kinds of women the flexible parent because we're the ones having time off when the kids are sick. We're the ones working part-time or starting little businesses. And what happens is though, so often we are working from home and we are like never not working, but we're never really present with our kids either because particularly if you've got an online business, right, it's all like you've got to be consistent. You've got to be online all the time. You've got to be available and switches from being consistent to just being constantly on and constantly creating. And that very quickly leads to burnout because we're so, you know, so often we just recreate work at home rather than creating that actual lifestyle business that we want or that we dreamed of or for the reasons that we did it. And we 
you know, slow living, one of the big things of slow living is having really strong boundaries. So knowing when your time is for work and when your time for play and for family and, you know, self-care has to come in there as well. So much of what we do is invisible. So we don't, you know, we don't schedule time in to do the groceries, but it somehow has to get done and we just end up being really overwhelmed. So, yeah, so I guess slowing down from that point of view and being really firm on our boundaries around when we do things and when we're on and when we're off so that we can still continue to enjoy our work and it doesn't start to take more than it's giving us. Yeah, and actually what I love about really what your work is is you know, like if you actually start implementing just like this, you know, like simple little things that you talk about is it means that you actually catch the stuff before you need to practice implementing boundaries. I think that what you do is, you know, like a lot of us go, oh my gosh, like haven't got great boundaries, but actually the work that you do when we create these lovely habits before the boundary is needed, the situation is like, okay. And I love that. Yeah, because I mean, what's that principle that they say, like the task expands into the time. Yeah. And I sort of think of that as like, all right, well, Parkinson's law that's the one yeah so I sort of think of it like if I allocate myself eight hours a week or whatever it is you know like some people have more time some people work full-time in their business or whatever it is but if those are your work hours stick to it Mm -hmm. and actually instead of setting your work hours and letting your life fit in around that figure out well what else needs to happen first like what is your self-care when do you want to get up in the morning when do you need to you might want to go to the gym or you've got kids sport or whatever like figure out those things and then see what's left and and what kind of business can you create in that space as well. I think you can get so much more done when you work for yourself, when you're really firm on what needs to get done and you're really clear on your priorities and your focus. You can get so much done in four hours that you could, you know, way more than what you'd get done in an eight hour work day in an office. Oh gosh, absolutely. And how do you navigate it though? Because I know that you'll be like, oh, you know, like obviously like the last couple of years, people are like, oh, the kids are off now. Kids are either sick or they're off because of COVID, you know, like all of that stuff. Like, and that obviously is like, hey, this was going to be my work day. So how do you navigate that? Like from a mental perspective? Yeah, that part is really, really tricky because I know like often, particularly women, it's been us being at home and the kids are home. We're trying to do school and everything. What I find is that the kids cups need to be filled first, figure out like when they need you the most and don't plan to work then. Like I find when the kids first get up, they're really happy. And that's when I usually get stuck in. And that's usually when, like, I find I'm a morning person. So I find my inspiration hits me at like when I first get up and often I'm like, ah, got to write all these things down before, you know, got to get this written or got to send that email while I've had that idea. And also being really realistic about capturing those smaller chunks. So quiet time in the afternoon when everybody's on their iPads or watching TV or reading books or outside playing. And the thing that I've learned now, like, obviously it's different when the kids are littler, but as they're growing, I'm learning that being a gentle parent and being really an engaged parent doesn't always have to mean being involved in every single activity that they do. And in fact, some of that work is helping them to become more independent and not be so reliant on you. Mm. That's another boundary that. that I'm really learning now is that it's okay, like to say no to them, actually, it's okay for them, for you to say, all right, this is my time now. I've got to work. 
you know, I'll do this with you now and then I'm going to go do this or, or whatever like that. I actually you know, love that. the idea of coming at that from a thing of like, how is this benefiting them? Like, how is this yeah. benefiting the children? What is it teaching the children that is going to be helpful for, you know, them in the future? I, I, I just, I always, isn't it? It's like a little tweak of how we think about it. Instead of feeling guilty and like, oh my gosh, I'm the worst mum or whatever. Yeah. Or I'm like the worst business owner. It's really like, how is this serving them in a, in a way? I think that one of the conversations, because obviously, like you, like I said, you like completely embody like this slow living, you know, like you said, you, I'm, I'm like this is a great example of imperfectly navigating it because life is always going to constantly throw us hurdles and stuff. But I think that there's a concept around people just generally being, especially mums who are running a business, of just genuinely being like, I love the idea of it, but how the hell do I do it? Because I am so busy. What's the thing that you want to tell those people? Okay, this is the analogy. You know, everybody says like, all right, well, if everything that you had to do in your life was a ball and you were juggling it, juggling all the balls, which ones are made of glass and you can't drop them? And then you know what your priorities Mm. are. And I've always really liked that analogy, but I had some sort of problem with it and I couldn't quite figure it out. And I realized that it's because even then, if you think of that, that's other people's stuff that you're juggling. You're still juggling, whether they're glass balls or not, you're still juggling. You've got to come at it from a different mindset of like, okay, I'm a person and I deserve my downtime. I deserve my rest. I deserve to do the things that I want and that fill me up as well. And what can I add that I can manage? And kind of, I sort of think, all right, well, imagine if it was like every problem and thing that you had going on was like a rainstorm and you have an umbrella and you open the umbrella and whatever can fit under the umbrella is what is managed because it's kind of like you protecting, you know, energetically. It's kind of like more you drawing into you the things that matter rather than trying to keep them all in the air. (laughs) Yeah. And I think it always comes back. It's the hardest, hardest thing to do, isn't it? Because we are generally so reactive. We've grown up being like reactive, reactive, reactive to what's going on. But actually, if we stand tall in strong in this place and then it works from there I think there's something around that isn't it which is what you're doing really yeah because it's basically it's like just about again having boundaries but being really clear of on your priorities right because so often we're so busy because well we're dealing with other people's problems we're following some path of action or we might be down the career line and then it's actually not what we really want you know busy is a feeling you know yeah busy is a feeling where it's not actually and, you know, our feelings create our thoughts, as you always say. Yeah. And then that's, you know, that's where you, you end it's up. It's so true. Let's talk act- about that. Yeah. Why are we always constantly needing that feeling of being busy? What have we, you know, like, what's that all about? There's so much to it, really. I mean, we live in a culture that really values productivity and doing all the time. And your worth comes from what you can earn and what you can produce. And that's why people often say like motherhood is undervalued because you can't put a price on it. Mm. And there's that side of things. You know, if you think about like we go to school and we learn, okay, this term we're going to work towards this exam and then we're going to have a little break and then we're going to to this exam. And then you've got to pass year, year six and you've got to pass year 12. Then you go to uni and we're always constantly striving towards some end goal but the end goal never really arrives. Oh, so we feel like, and yeah. we kind of like always think like, well, when I get to this point or that point, then I can rest, then I'll be enough. Then I'll have passed some magical line. And I think, what do we do? 15 years of schooling or something that sticks in yes, our minds so as true. adults. 
you know that is like, constantly like on to the next thing on to the next thing yeah yeah I mean yeah. this is it it doesn't matter how many times we hear this whole concept around like enjoy the journey it's not the destination yeah. but it's enjoying the journey we're still battling against just a societal like belief or way that we've been we've just been brought up in it haven't yeah, we yeah and then if you add in other things like I don't know a lot of people are talking about trauma at the moment but that actually is yeah. Why are you busy? What are you running away from? What are you not allowing yourself to feel? And that's what I really realized with Mm. like when I first started doing slow living was it's actually quite painful because when you slow down, all of that stuff comes to the surface. So it feels really yucky. And that's another reason to keep going busy again. You know, that's why it doesn't really stick. And this is the thing I'm like, no, you can't see me, but I'm (laughs) like, I'm smiling away because in a really strange way, I talk about in my business all the time, don't I? Around yeah you know like it's going to be confronting bring it on though we're here for it because it is like like humans are designed to grow and evolve like we can't do that if we keep staying in this place of like okay this is a feeling that I'm familiar of course our body our mind just wants familiar so it's familiar Mm. for us to be like busy constantly busy but like actually when we do stop and slow down it feels uncomfortable it's confronting all of the stuff comes up but this is how we grow and I know it seems so ridiculous that I get excited about that, but I don't because I've (laughs) I've been navigating that all the time myself. You know, I'm like, okay, what is there in this feeling of slowing down? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess that's probably why you've been my coach for this long (laughs) is because as much as you're not talking slow living specifically, what you do is really aligned with it. So, Well, that's actually true. I was thinking something that is that we are very aligned with, with how we both work is comes back to values. We both talk about yeah. values and how, yeah. for me, I mean, I, I didn't know any of this stuff. And I guess it's exactly the same for you is we didn't consciously start our business and say, right, what are my values? I'm going to build a business around my values. What happened for me mm-hmm. is that I followed some of the steps and the breadcrumbs, created things and was like, hang on, what doesn't feel right about this? Oh, there's a value here that's really important to me that is not getting met. And so this is what's so fascinating about the journey that we're all on is we're only learning through doing by trying different things. And so if we keep, you know, obviously it gets banged around again as well. It's like, keep doing the same thing. You're going to keep getting the same results. But the point is, yeah, we've got to step out of that cycle, try something different, but know your values. And values is a massive part of your work, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I think it's really the first step, isn't it? Like, and like I, I sort of talk about slow living, I've got like the four seasons and the first step is always just to do less, which is kind of cool. Cause we're in winter at the moment, which is the first season of a new cycle. And that's all about like, slow down, reflect on what you've been doing. Think about what do you want to actually create and make a plan for that? Like slow down and see, well, what would actually you know, work through those values, work through, okay, well, what boundaries do I need to put in place to create that? What do I need to let go of in a way? Yeah. So yeah, values is always the first step. Less is more thing. Like how many times have we all read like less is more, less is more, but that is very hard to implement. Mm. It is really hard. And I think, but if you think about the best businesses in the world, like think about Apple, for example, Apple knows that they make really good iPads and phones and computers and that's it. They're not like, they don't get shiny object syndrome. Yeah. (laughs) They just really focused on what they do well and they go for it. What's your advice then for someone? She's a mom, she's a business owner, she's busy. And she's like, like, I love this slow living concept, but I can't remove stuff from like less is more. No, I don't, I haven't got time to that. Can't create space. Like where do they start? I think that's a really honest conversation that we need to have with ourselves about because if you're really busy and you're really committed to being busy, 
Like don't throw good money after bad. If you're busy, allow yourself to just acknowledge that you've been overcommitted and some things need to go. Really, if you're really honest, something needs to go. But it's really hard to see what those things are at first because we've been so committed to keeping all of that going and keeping all of those balls in the air. You know, it's really, really hard. But if you think about it, like often a lot of the reason why we're busy is because we're doing the extracurricular activities for the kids. And like that's a really good place to start. Like I know everybody wants their kids to not miss out and not be left behind, but kids really benefit from having a lot of free time as well. And if your kids are doing a different activity every single day after school, mm. that can really put a lot of stress and load on the family. It's actually setting them up for like later being always busy. Yeah, exactly. Like if you're running everybody around all the time, it's just, you don't get that connection point as well. Yeah. And teaching them that it's okay to stop and be yeah gosh imagine that skill if you were were taught that of like it was you know it's part Mm. of as as important as all the sitting down and eating and things I mean I know I mean I'm going to just say like everyone just needs to go and follow Rochelle because she's like literally living and breathing this and like playing around with all of the obstacles that come and it's so great to watch people like really doing their thing and sharing it (laughs) so gorgeously and like this is just the start of the conversation we both know that people are like hey I love the idea of slowing down but I I can't see it doesn't feel like believable it doesn't feel obtainable right now Yeah. I think the thing with any kind of lifestyle choice, whether it's slow living or whether it's minimalism or whatever it is, is there's not actually a right way to do it. There's your way and you don't have to go all in on it. Like you don't have to move to the country and start a veggie patch to live slowly, (laughs) you know? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So tell me, I'm just, I always love this question. Like what's your favorite thing about your business? My favorite thing about my business is seeing another mum really go, oh, I did it. I slowed down a little bit and the kids are just, everything just working a bit better. Our family is just running a bit more smoothly and I'm feeling like I'm managing things better as well. And that's just, oh, so good. (laughs) It literally gives me tingles hearing you say that because I know having watched you, like I always talk about the ripple effect in the work that I do with my clients. I love the ripple effect. It's amazing. But your ripple effect really does impact relationships, the children's, you know, like that your own self-care, everything. So, and I know this is a conversation that we need to keep hearing again and again and again around, oh yeah, I got busy again. I got busy again. And so you've got a training that people can go and start with. Do you want to just share a bit more about that? Yeah, it's called How to Not Be So Busy All the Time. <laughs> Amazing. Um, yeah, you can grab it at my website. It's howtoliveslow.com forward slash class. It's just $20 Australian. So it's probably like, what, 12 pounds or something like that. It's just it's a little hour training. It goes through, you know, it's a little lesson. You get a, a workbook or a, a journal guidebook sort of thing. It takes you through a process of kind of creating your mission statement for your life and getting really clear on what your values are underneath the values that you think you have. It's really fun. Juicy. Yes, I love it. I will put all the links to Rochelle and her class and where you can find her on all of the places. And Mm. yeah, definitely go and follow her and get caught up in some of that gorgeous slower energy and see that it's not actually as far out of reach as you might think. Thank you so, so much for being here today and just starting this conversation, letting people kind of think a bit differently and get ready to just start getting serious about slowing down a bit more. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much, Joe. I appreciate it. And that's a wrap. Thank you so much for listening. This podcast is here to give us all permission to claim more from life and business. 
I'd love you to head over to Instagram and let's continue this conversation there. You'll find me at joe underscore bendel. Here's to no longer settling and instead claiming our more.